Happy Thanks Hour. This is Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's episode... This may be the most newsworthy story out of Alaska this year. I'm sorry, did you say mooseworthy? Mooseworthy. Was 50 Cent also victim of inflation? Quebec caballeros can't quite catch can tinker as cows. Speaking of cows, does chocolate milk come from brown cows? Some Americans think so, and they probably vote. A sausage vest queen is dethroned. Rule 34 is still in effect. And parents welcome twins from embryos frozen on April 22nd, 1992. The babies were born healthy wearing scrunchies and slap bracelets. Uh, when told how long they'd been frozen, the babies were quoted as saying, as if... The nurses did have to slap the ice off of them after taking them out of their meat freezer. Well, luckily it was twins. It's like, you know, when you take two, two icy waffles, uh-huh. get the egos, you got to slap them together. Slap get them, them together. Because yeah, they get ice up in those. Uh, and hope when you put them in the toaster, they don't, they're not all chewy. Oh, uh, yeah. They get like really, really hard. Yeah. That's terrible. They got one, one baby with a very hard arm. Hey, what's that laughter coming from over there? <laughs> it's our, it's, it's Eric. Oh, yeah. hi. I didn't notice you there. Hey there. Ah, <laughs> didn't see you there. <laughs> it's because it's our uh, Black Friday episode. Ah. And I believe, I have to go back and double check, but mm-hmm. I believe since we started the podcast, Eric has been on every Black Friday. That sounds right. I believe so, yeah. yeah. It's the one time that I know I'm going to be free. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first non-Five Shots Deep Black Friday episode, too. I, mm, I think I don't know uh, the the pandemic year. I think we may have been virtual. I was still wasted. Well, okay, that could be true. Yeah. So, so we'll only anyway. do four shots this year. Yeah, not quite as deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. I'm just got a hard soda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Eric, what's what's new? What's how was your year in a year? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <clears throat> that good. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to remodel my kitchen, and it's taken uh, six months to get from the planning stages to the still in the planning stages. Oh. oh. From whose fault is it? Not yours. No, no, absolutely yeah. not my fault. <laughs> I could have been faster about returning some phone calls. Uh, no, the problem is just the... Uh, <laughs> I think it's the, not my fault at all. Mm, a little bit. All the cabinets are... They, they keep saying that they're custom-made. They're just made to order. You're just not. We're not getting irregular cabinets. There's nothing special happening in my kitchen. You're just not. You just don't have stock on hand. So every time we get an order, something's broken. We have to get it replaced. Are they bespoke? Kinda bespoke, like a hot and ready pizza. <laughs> hot or ready pizza. <laughs> in that you can choose whether there's pepperoni on it or not. Just showing up and hoping that there's going to be one available. That's <laughs> that's as bespoke as it's gonna get. Yeah, yeah, I gotta do the uh, the cabinet portal. Oh, God. You order it. They keep it warm for you, though. (laughs) So you get those, uh, you know. My partner is worried about them being in the garage and getting damaged from the cold, and honestly, I don't care anymore. There's not a room somewhere you can bring it inside? Oh, believe me, all the rooms that can take extra cabinets have them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, well, no, when we find something's broken, we don't send it back. It just stays in our house. Oh. And then we get more cabinets. Oh, it's like Amazon where they're like, don't send back to us. Just, you know, throw it away or something. Yeah. You should resell them. <laughs> Who someone wants a busted it. cabinet? Oh, someone. The trash picker comes by here and just picks up anything. So keep the busted cabinets and put them up in your garage. Because any respectable garage has cabinets in it, right? There are yes, and there are some in there, but they're they're busted. So we should replace them with new busted cabinets. Not you though, specifically. Someone should do it for you. Yeah, I'm not handy. No. It's not gonna be me. 
Jason's the cabinet I, I maker could, in the I group. Could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to do a bookshelf, and I still haven't. So every time I look at it, I'm disappointed. Well, you know, you. it's I can't, it's not going to happen until next spring because okay. I can't paint it unless I'm in the garage and it's too cold. It is too cold. So too cold for painting, not too cold for cabinets. I don't think. No, no, no. Right. I mean, there... You give them a blanket; they're okay. Yeah, fully assembled cabinets. We're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like the Avengers. Yes. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> swallowing when you said that. Who's going to take that one? Jeff, obviously. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. So eventually you'll have a new kitchen. But you, you were able to cook yes, for Thanksgiving? Yes, I, I am doing miracles with a turkey roaster, an electric skillet. I've got two crock pots and a hot plate. If you need another roaster, I've got two. Don't tempt me. I, they're just sitting in the room over there. I didn't need it for Christmas or Thanksgiving, so we're right back. <laughs> well, maybe by next year you'll have a finished oh my kitchen, God. and we next can... year I'll have an oven. It'll be game changer. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear all about it on your next update. <laughs> game changer, gangbusters, a gang bus changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gang banger. A g- <laughs> no. A gang banger changer. Yeah. That's where you can put five gang bangers in and mm-hmm. then it'll change it. It's in the trunk, though. Oh, isn't that just prison? No. no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's in the trunk of a uh, Ford Escort I ZX2. I forgot they used oh. to do that. Put the a six-disc changer in your trunk. Mm-hmm. The young kids have no idea what we're meaning right now. They're not listening either. But no, yeah, if they true. were, they'd be like, what are you talking about? A CD was like a tape. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Spotify was round. And limited. And flat. You've heard about records, right? Well. <laughs> They're like small records. <laughs> like a laser disc, but just for music. <laughs> They don't know what laser discs are either. Jason, how was your week? Uh, so I went to the Ann Arbor Symphony. They oh. were doing the music of Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did the music from My Neighbor Totoro and Howl's Moving Castle and Spirited Away. And my daughter was very excited. It was her first concert ever. And she loves the movies and loves the music. Uh, so she was very excited to do that. She got her picture with a Totoro who also came out and directed for a bit. And, you know didn't direct very well orchestra was just and sounded horrible for everyone else besides me because i know what a totoro is like for everyone else what is it uh it's an anime thing so it's like a big forest spirit demon thing okay what looks like a big like? big teddy bear looking kind of thing oh okay with oh like me with like okay. with like rabbity ears oh yeah yeah and so uh he was out there and did the thing, and she thought that was great. Uh, she got very annoyed, though, because uh, when they did uh, Howl's Moving Castle, she's like, they messed it up. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, just sometimes when you hear the whole thing, and it's not just the part you know, it sounds a little different. Mm-hmm. She's like, they messed it up. <laughs> did she like, say it out loud? Is it oh, definitely. <laughs> she's like, they messed that one up. <laughs> I was like, yeah. uh, but it was very good. We got to go see that. It was very exciting. She was very excited. She had a great time. Um, so we'll probably go do that again at some point. See Nice. I tried to get her. I was like, "Hey, we could go do like the Holiday Pops concert." Because those of you, she's like, "I don't like Christmas music." So oh. I was like, "Okay then." So, and then we did, you know, Thanksgiving. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Went up to uh, Bronner's. Oh, you went up to Bronner's. We did. We had a. Uh, we ordered some like hand lettered bulbs. Uh, had to pick them up. Yeah. Did they put the Christ in your Christmas? They, you know, they really do hit that Christ part. 
Uh, All caps, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not really. Okay. Was, Just the chi? Yeah. It was Chris. It was, the, yeah. as far as Chris is what they got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we drove all the way up there on Wednesday hmm. and uh, stopped by the outlet mall to see if they had some hot chocolate. They did not. Oh. So then we had to go to the Novi Mall. So I, I feel like I mentioned, uh, I went up to the mall here in Ann Arbor. And they had like the saddest Christmas decorations I've ever seen. Oh no! Really? I it's, oh my gosh! It's so it's like they they got a little thing of like garland. It's maybe five feet, four feet long, and then took like a few strands of lights and hung it from it. And they they put like two or three down the entire wing. And that's it. And that's it. Oh that my is God. it. I was like, what is going on? It's like it's like if Arborland before it closed was a Christmas decoration. I'm, I'm saying this Briarwood can't be here for much longer. So there were more stores there than I'm like, there are fewer empty storefronts. Okay. Which was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, ugh. but aren't, aren't a lot of them like little locally owned. There are a few, like they never one, last long in malls. Yeah. There's one that's like, uh, I don't know. You can buy a poncho. You can buy a fairy made of ceramic. You can buy some, Throwing stars, a whole bunch. <laughs> well, then they have incense. They we have, all know that store. We all know that store. Well, now they have one that's like all items themed like India. It's so like tigers and oh, lanterns and you know that kind of thing. Some, I would buy. I would buy some Ganeshes there. everywhere. I love a good Ganesh. Yeah. Uh, so and it's a very large storefront. Mm-hmm. And a high school junior trying to sell it all to you. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so that was really sad, but then we went up to the mall in Novi. Their decorations are quite good. Like their center with the mall or the Santa. Mm-hmm. You know what you would expect from a, a mall. Yeah, twelve oaks has always been better than yeah, two hour line. We knew that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Santa was by himself. He was just sitting there. Like he, we were on the second floor, so we could see, look down, and see him, and he waved up at us. We're like, hey, Santa! <laughs> Flipping the birds, walk yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, we like Santa. He's oh, okay. Um, so yeah, we went and did that, and then you know Thanksgiving yesterday. Did the did the turkey? Then I turned the turkey into stew, and we just ate it. So oh, that was really good stew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leftover turkey stew. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, well, it was good. I I did. I didn't think I was going to do any Thanksgiving dinner. I had planned on traveling to Texas, but plane tickets to Texas were eight hundred dollars a piece round trip. Oof. Uh, around this time of year, and I thought, well, maybe I'll go a day early and stay a day later. Still, like seven hundred a piece, and I was taking my daughter, so didn't end up going there. Um, and my sister is still with me, so the day before Thanksgiving, I thought, let me just cook Thanksgiving dinner. So I go to Kroger, and the smallest thawed turkey they have was twenty one pounds. <laughs> so I bought that <laughs> because uh, they were out of turkey breast, like just the breast, you know. Um, and everything else was frozen and wouldn't thaw in time. So I got that and I got like, you know, stuffing and I always make uh, green bean casserole every year with like the um, cream of mushroom soup from scratch, which is delicious. And anyway, so I bought all that stuff and, and I, I made it and it was good. Um, but when I was making it, um, I wanted to put it in my smoker that I have. Um, but this bird was very large. It wouldn't yeah. fit in the smoker. So you then, spatchcocked it. So then I thought, well, let me just bake it. And then I don't have a fucking roasting pan oh. big enough for the turkey. So should called me. I have two. Cut that fucker in half. <laughs> I spatchcocked it, and then I split it. 
And um, so I had my. Uh, so wait, you spit cocked it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Split cocked it. I was having. My, I got had my knife. You know, I was going down the either side of the spine, and when I got to the hip bones, I couldn't find a way around them. Well, the hip bones are connected to the leg bones. Mm, <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah. So then I got my. You put the left leg in, turned it all around. I have a big meat cleaver, which is essentially an axe for yeah. the kitchen, right? So I'm cleaving that fucker, right? I don't know what happened. I don't know what distracted me. I cleaved the back of my hand. <gasps> Full, like, knife up over my head, whack, cutting through bone on this turkey, hit the back of my hand with it, um, and somehow I still have a hand. It didn't bleed that much. I, there's no nerve damage. I can move all my fingers, but it was a pretty deep cut. But the fact that it didn't bleed that much, like, I just, I didn't go to the urgent care or anything. Didn't seem like it needed uh, yeah, stitches. Yeah, a little bit of raw turkey juice inside of an open wound on your I, hand. I Why would you it. want medical care? You, washed I washed it. It. you got some wood glue. <laughs> the turkey, however, did not fare very well. <laughs> uh, it's got blood on it now. Yeah. And then I also cut the tip of my finger, almost circumcised my middle finger with uh, trying to open the bag of the turkey, and it was... Uh, Oh, but put it in the smoker. Have these delicious. It turned out so good, and uh, made all the stuff. My sister and I ate it. And there's we have about from the twenty pound turkey, we have like nineteen pounds left. <laughs> so I'll be having turkey till the day I die. You should make some uh, like turkey pot pies. Stew. Which if Stew. yeah, if mm-hmm. the if this gets infected, it might be in a couple weeks. The day I die. So. You know, you could take the turkey and uh, like get it shredded up. Mm-hmm. And put some like barbecue sauce, and you have like pulled turkey sandwiches. Pulled turkey sandwiches. Uh, the the trick to pulled meat is you put your pulled meat in your KitchenAid mixer with a spade attachment. And I've you I've never done that to my turn pulled it on. meat. Turn it on, and it it pulls your meat for you, shreds mm-hmm. it. Sorry, good. I've only ever used just two forks. It's so if you've got a mixer, mm-hmm. it makes it like in seconds. It's done. Hmm. I just use my hand. <laughs> I've heard about using actually like a hand mixer. That's it's the same concept, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that was me. Yeah. Well, if you had Thanksgiving shenanigans, uh, you can let us know. Email us at thehourpod at gmail dot com. Um, if you have a first aid kit, I could use it at my house and tell us at facebook dot com slash thehourpod. Yep. And uh, yeah, there you go. Got some updates. Hooray! In episode two hundred nine, King Kong Donkey Dong, I mentioned that traffic sucks on my way to and from work, mm-hmm. but they've opened up two lanes on my way home, so it's much better. Because it's winter time now. It, they're still doing stuff. It looks like, I'm hoping by Monday, they'll have two lanes going to work as well. Oh, very Because nice. um, when I left on Tuesday, they were like finishing the rolling on, on the stuff. So I'm hoping, you know, a week almost later. I don't know why they put this much work into it when it's just going to be garbage next year anyway. <laughs> just slap some gravel down and put some, you know... Why build them correctly when you can build them every year? That's what they what they do anyway. So, well, they don't build them every year. They need to. You they know what? Con- five years. Construction companies should go like tech companies mm-hmm. and just offer subscriptions. You have to pay every month. I, I'm pretty sure. And they, they just do they not do that? Essentially, they do. <laughs> Let me call Gretchen. See what she's got going on with our damn roads. Uh, in episode 211, the Queen's vagina. Uh, I was talking about how I was worried about Hocus Pocus two. I have seen it. It was mm-hmm. not bad. I think I mentioned it yeah. in another episode. But last night I also watched the uh, sequel to Enchanted, Disenchanted. I have not seen that yet. Eh. Yeah. Mm. Wasn't a big fan. It was okay. It just wasn't like, I think Enchanted was pretty good. And this one was like, eh. 
I saw, not to interrupt, I saw Spirited on Apple TV Plus with uh, Will Ferrell. Oh, have you? I and, think we're planning um, on watching that on Sunday, so we haven't seen it yet. The other guy. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. So it was, I liked it. It was entertaining, mm-hmm. but you can hear that pitch correction working overtime on these two guys. <laughs> like Will Ferrell, like he can kind of sing, but you, it, I don't think he was any better than he was on SNL, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never heard Ryan Reynolds sing, so I don't know, but you could just hear them just grinding those electronics, <laughs> trying to get them to the right pitch. It was good, entertaining, good music, though. I look forward to seeing it. Indeed. Uh, in episode 212, Cold and Later, uh, we were wondering about how long it takes to launch a nuclear missile. Uh, and I looked into it. Uh, if it's done from a submarine, it takes about 15 minutes from when the order comes to when they can actually launch the missile. Uh, if it's from a land base, it's just minutes. So. Oh, so we could all be dead by 6.45 then. Well, no, that's just for the launch. Once oh. it's launched, it takes about 30 minutes for it to get to its destination, assuming it's like, you know, New York to Moscow right, kind of right. a distance. Okay. Uh, if it's from, like, you know, if it was like us shooting from Germany or England, it's like 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. Uh, got some corrections. Well, not really. Uh, there was just a stray I can fix it in episode 209, King Kong Donkey Dome. Sorry. Uh, and also, in episode 209, we have feedback. Uh, what li- happened in episode 209? Who was li- manning the store? Listener Jason really enjoyed the sound effect after the uh, Putin bit. So, <laughs> What happened in 209? Jason just listened to it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and discovered all the things that were wrong. Uh, yeah. Our sound engineer needs to step it up. Yeah, it's a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a moose. Maybe a squirrel. Oh, the squirrels that live by my house. So my neighbor has bird feeders, and they're just essentially squirrel feeders in this case. Really? These fuckers are fat. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen a squirrel with fat rolls before. They have them. And they're still eating every day. They come out, and there's corn and stuff on the ground she's feeding them, and they're large. They're not going to be able to make it back up to their nests. Well, the lady doesn't want none if they ain't got buns, huh? (laughs) They do. She likes big squirrels. Speaking of large animals, firefighters in Alaska got an unusual request for assistance last weekend from the Alaska Wildlife Troopers help getting a moose out of a basement. We've had we've had moose sharks on this show. Mm-hmm. Or no no, we haven't. That was no. just that's an inside joke. That is. We've had drunk moose on the show. Probably, right? yeah. N- not yeah, they uh, weren't on the show, but we've talked about them. Were they eating like apples. fermented apples? Yeah. yeah. And getting drunk and, and like yeah. yeah. Hanging out in people's yards. Might have been blog. last year. <laughs> yeah. Go on. I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, something man. about fucking moose. <laughs> moose and <laughs> oh, you, I you need a stepladder for oh, that, I think. No, no, no. The problem was, uh, so the moose has had a little trouble finding a job after college. Like, you know, mm-hmm. still in the basement living there. <laughs> Solid dweller moose. And, indeed. Mom! <laughs> <laughs> Is that your moose voice? Is that what that was? Yeah. He's yelling up to his mom. Oh, yeah. Mom! <laughs> Ready for the pot pie! <laughs> so the moose, about a one-year-old bull, had a misstep while eating breakfast by a home in Soldatna. It looked like... Uh, well, no, this is Alaska. Well, Alaska's close enough. It looked like the moose had been trying to eat some vegetation by the window well of a basement window and fell in. And then fell into the basement through the glass. 
said Captain Josh Thompson with Central Emergency Services. You know, I was watching a similar thing happen to a mouse. I was watching uh, the Instagram uh, and it was at the Disney World and it was uh, one of these. They're on a boat in one of these shows and Minnie Mouse was just walking and she somehow stepped like, you know, there's she's on the side of a boat, like a big like river boat. Yeah. She somehow she stepped like off the side of the 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 boat le- level like there's a there's a uh fence there yeah but she steps and like falls and right through the bottom of the fence like just just goes mickey mouse straight through the bottom of this fence <laughs> onto the next level like onto like daisy duck and everyone's like what the fuck is happening somebody grabbed her to try to stop her and the head just popped right off <laughs> kids traumatized for decades over mm. that one <laughs> poor Minnie. it's those giant shoes <laughs> yep did did she do the goofy holler? <laughs> no, that was Putin. He was still looking around and sitting there. He just wasn't running around. Thompson said, "It's uh, it's weird to me that uh, I don't know why. I never thought of Alaskans having basements. Yeah, I just assumed you couldn't dig that deep ever because it's always frozen. Yeah, it's more like a meat cellar. Oh yeah, yeah, where they keep their moose. Yeah, their moose jerky. Yeah." Uh, once sedated, the next problem was getting the moose, which weighed about, uh, which weighed at least five hundred pounds, uh, out of the house. Oh, how do you get a drunk moose out of the basement? Um, same way you get the couch that you got down there. I don't know. Call a bunch of your friends and offer them pizza. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta twist it and then like gotta wrench it mm-hmm. and then angle it and then you kind kind of get it out. Pivot pivot That's you gotta you pivot yeah. so then you get the front legs out so then you gotta pivot and turn the the head around so you can get the back legs out yeah so the legs are kind of around the, the refrigerator in the but kitchen. you definitely have to sedate it otherwise they get really aggressive when they first showed up he was like cracking his moose knuckles it was just <laughs> <laughs> so you get a moose out the same way he came in through that fucking window right you make him fall through up the window yeah make him fall up the window oh. or you know what grab a remote hit the rewind button and let time do what it does if he's a bull wrap a rope around his antlers and... you gotta put the house in a free fall and then it's zero g and you can <laughs> just push lift it the right house up the... shake it yeah <laughs> uh responders grab a big transport tarp that typically is used as a stretcher for large human patients <laughs> some... <laughs> oh no let's get the moose uh, tarp for you <laughs> The beef is tarp. Uh, once the moose was in position, it took six men to carry him through the house and back outside. Mm. How many women did it take? None. They weren't allowed. Oh, okay. So photos of the morning rescue show the moose unfazed. I, for some reason, I thought that was talking about a morning rescue show. Like Rescue 911, but it's on at 8 a.m. Alaska Rescue 911, <laughs> eh? So, uh, photos of the morning rescue show the moose unfaced, simply looking ahead between the two men maneuvering the front of the tarp down a hallway, watching where they are going. He's just kind of like supervising. Yeah. Moopervising. Thompson said the moose just hung out for a while after they got it outside until a reversal agent for the tranquilizer kicked in. Then he got up and took off. Right back into the same basement, I'll bet. Right. He's like, oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm down here again. The biologist also treated minor lacerations on the back of the moose's legs from falling through the window. Oh. How big was that fucking window? These moose are huge. It's probably an egress window. You know, moogress. Moosegrass. Just saying, that's a big fucking moose. 
That's a large moose. It's like the size of a Kia. Well, it was a. It was what did they say it was a one-year-old bull. Is that full grown for a moose? I feel like that's pretty full grown for a moose. The size of which Kia? Like... Which Kia? Uh, Sorrento. Because if it's a real, it's not saying much. Oh, okay. It's a. It's a Kia Festiva. Okay. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> How long for a moose to reach full knuckle? <laughs> <laughs> Based on your other search history, I feel like you should not use autocomplete for that. (laughs) Four to six years to be fully grown. Not even a full grown moose. So, you know. It's just like the freshman 15 moose. Yeah. He's not a senior moose. Well, I mean, I guess he will enlarge as time goes. Yeah. How much do you think the uh, rescue efforts cost? Uh, About tree fitty. Tree fitty? Yeah. Fitty? Speaking of fitty. (laughs) 50 Cent sued a med spa owner named Angela Kogan for allegedly implying he received penis enlargement surgery. Inflation again. Mm. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent will battle a med spa owner in court unless the two can reach a settlement in the coming months. The uh, coming months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's usually Sorry, like they can re- uh, May, unless July, they right? reach around a settlement in the coming months. <laughs> So the problem here being that no one wants to, no one wants to have. When you get penis enlargement surgery, you don't tell anyone. That's what I'm no. saying. We don't want to know about his roll of coins. No, no. Well, obviously he went from one dime. Ah, oh, never mind. Fuck it. Dime to quarters. Yeah. So a federal judge. Uh, did you say that already? I didn't. A federal judge scheduled the trial for July third, twenty twenty three. Oh, right before the fourth of July. Fifty Cent and Kogan must participate in mediation, which needs to be completed by March twenty third, twenty twenty three. Otherwise, it goes to court. What is what is mediation in this case? Is it like a rap battle or, um, what what do they do? What do they call the? Uh, I'm so white right now. What do they call the, the diss track? They have to they have to submit the same diss tracks toward each other, and whoever wins wins the lawsuit, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it depends on who the mediator is. It sounds like your mediator is Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> no, <laughs> my mediator's Dr. Dre. <laughs> it's, I don't know. All, all I know is that Elaine, uh, Angela Kogan is going to show up. It's going to be mom spaghetti on her uh, mm. sweatshirt. And it's, <laughs> I don't know enough about Fifty Cent to participate right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that was a that was a Eminem joke there. Yeah. I love Eminem. They're, they're very closely they're peanut related. or almond. Peanut, please. Plain, peanut butter, mm. caramel, crispy. The crispy Eminems. Oh, those are good. Pretzels those are really good. Pretzels good too. Dis- disagree. Really? The yeah. only ones I really just I don't care for are the peanut ones. Interesting. They need less peanut in them. There's a peanut in them. I know they need less. Half a peanut. Fifty, cut them in percent half. of a peanut. Fifty cent. Fifty. Yeah. No, but I need the chocolate around the other side, though. Fifty cent claimed he suffered public embarrassment from an implication he went to Kogan's perfection plastic surgery and med spa for penile enhancement. Kogan denied any wrongdoing, believe- noting she never suggested he underwent surgery. Penile enhancement isn't that like a sci-fi porn? Yeah, we have something on screen. Penile enhancement. He never underwent surgery, but um, she did try to give him back his Swedish-made penis enlarger. <laughs> it's not mine. 
the med spa owner was interviewed for an article which featured a photo of her posing with 50 cent the shade room added an eggplant emoji to the picture for a social media post what's the shade room they never explained this. Is this hers? Is this like TMZ? I, it sounds like it. The Shade Room sounds like TMZ. It sounds like he should be suing the Shade Room. Because Med Spa is the, the, the yeah. place. So is that all they do at this Med Spa is penis enlargement? Because if that's the case, why did he get his picture taken with her? Well, you make a good point. Yeah. Maybe he implicated it embarrassed himself. He didn't make a good point. That's why he had to go to Med Spa. <laughs> So Kogan said 50 Cent received med spa services in, for her in exchange, from her, in exchange for the photo. The deal allowed her to share the image on social media. Before this, it was just a orb on a skin tag. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember which of, one of you made that joke before. It was Eric. It was Eric. I thought, I thought it was. So. I was the one who said the awful thing before we started recording. <laughs> well, I brought it back and now it's here. So we, we, Jason and I are in different mics today because I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't bring my uh, iPad, so I had nothing to read, so I had to switch so I could read the TV. Yeah, you're on the other side of the table. I'm on the other side of the table, but, but your mic that you normally use is a snowball mic. It's round, mm-hmm. it's spherical. The one that I normally use looks like the Ipsy Water Tower. It does, and by that we mean it's a penis. Yeah. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, weird, uh, some sort of joke about. Yeah. So if I sound like Jason this oh, week, that's why. Yeah. If and I then, sound like Jeff, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Kogan said 50 Cent received med spa services from her in exchange for the photo. The deal allowed her to share the image on social media. Oh boy, we could say that again. 50 Cent <laughs> believed Kogan was to blame for any insinuation about him getting penis enlargement surgery. Kogan wanted the lawsuit dismissed. I feel like we should know what MedSpa does. We should. I feel like we should know what he's working with. Show us a before and after. Come on. (laughs) You have to go through his dick pic catalog? Honestly. You need his early dickology? It would settle the claim, wouldn't it? I'm just solution-oriented here, folks. That's the way to go. Well, Kogan said 50 Cent received MedSpa services from her in exchange for the photo. (laughs) I'm going to punch you in the face. The deal allowed her to share the image on social media. That was a uh, that was a chicken. Oh, that was not a turkey. Here's a turkey. Ah! I think that was two turkeys. <laughs> That's okay. The two turkeys are having fun. <laughs> so loud it picked up on all three mics. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the what is one more than stereo? Cherio. Okay. So um, I do have some very very sad news yeah. <laughs> to discuss. Okay. Uh, Gobblers of Gaylord has permanently closed. There's no more gobbling in Gaylord? No more gobbling in Gaylord. It's a real shame. I didn't know that there was gobbling in Gaylord. Good news is their original location, Gobblers of Waters, is still open. Oh, oh, good. So we can we can gobble the water. We can but still, not, yes. But not the Gaylords. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, previously this on the Trump's hour, America again. We have we have done the restaurant reviews for yeah. Gobblers of Gaylord and Gobblers of Waters. Yeah. We thought since it was Thanksgiving, we could check in and see how the reviews have been going yeah at so the gobblers close. at the gobblers yeah. of gaylord but turns out turns out they're closed permanently it's very sad it is very sad so we found a new place cornwell's turkeyville usa of marshall michigan which by the way as a child i believe i went to really because i lived out that way okay so right next door so uh Let's see how 
how people like Turkeyville. All right. The mashed potatoes are instant. The stuffing is tasteless. And the turkey slices are thin. Total thumbs down. Bland city. Bottled water was the best part of the meal. I love turkey and potatoes and wanted so bad for it to be good. Unfortunately, it was not good. Not even just okay. It was lukewarm and had zero flavor. Even potatoes were awful and had no taste. Sorry to believe bad review, but it was very disappointing. Cool building, however. <laughs> not worth a stop. Turkey's dry, gravy very thin, stovetop stuffing is actually better than what is served. Mashed potatoes taste like instant mashed, and worst of all, the banana cream pie had obviously been frozen and was sickeningly sweet. Didn't try the train ride. Went with my wife, son, and daughter-in-law, and we had all, all had the turkey dinner. We all agreed that a frozen Swanson's turkey dinner was much better. Mark H., Naperville, Illinois. We were very disappointed in this restaurant. My husband's turkey dinner didn't have any taste, and my soup tasted old. We felt like it was very pricey for what it was. Would never come again, especially when comparing it to Turkey Roost near Pinconning, Michigan. We would had, have had twice as much good food for half the price. Deb S., Venice, Florida. My first time coming. Moved here from San Jose, California. Yes, California. And I was shocked at the turkey I got. Not slices, but <laughs> shavings. Shavings is for salad. But when I got my plate, I was blown away and not in as good way. I will not be back for your turkey dinner. Train, yes. Turkey, no. The people were friendly. The building was nice. But your turkey was missing. Susie D. Battle Creek, Michigan. If it were not for the beautiful drive in the country to get to this place, the evening would have been a total waste of time. Very marginal food, served cafeteria style. They do have a few bottled beers available. A not very cold PBR was the highlight of the meal. Keith M., Grand Ledge, Michigan. For some reason, this is a favorite stop for my in-laws. So I've eaten here multiple times. And despite trying a variety of menu items, I've never had an enjoyable, flavorful meal here. The food is very bland, very starchy, and salt pepper can't save it. Having said that though, I'd recommend visiting just to check out the shops in the building, which focus on crafty regional specialties, as well as the ice cream parlor and surrounding small attractions. Just don't expect anything from the food. Minor point, no wireless payments, no American Express. I found the staff to be friendly and helpful. Robert B. Charlotte, Michigan. <laughs> I have some good news. Oh, yeah. Alan Jackson is not dead. Uh, is that good news? Yes. Okay. Did we think he was? Yeah. Who is Alan Jackson? Country singer. Oh. Wait. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hotter than a hoochie coochie? 
You're way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Yes, I do it know him. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Okay. Good. I, I'm more I familiar with his brother, Peter. Peter Coochie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Peter Moose Knuckle Coochie. <laughs> we laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. Got a little crazy, but we never got caught. No, who else didn't get caught? Who? Uh, some cows. Oh. Eight cowboys from St. Teet. <laughs> really? Tight. Titay. Titang. Titay. Uh, pulled up to St. Cyril, Quebec. There's too many accents. What is that? What is the one accent facing like one direction, the other accent facing the other direction? French isn't real. It, it doesn't matter. Anyway. St. Cyril, Quebec, in October, with their horses, a drone, and a goal of wrangling 20 fugitive Holstein cows on the loose since July. They've been on the loose since July, and they're Get just up. now yeah. setting in the drones? They've earned the right. They've earned their freedom. You don't catch them in the first three months. Yeah, I mean, there was that whole part where the one cow had, like, half blue face. And he was like, does that take him? If a cow wears a kilt, is it below the udders or over the udders? It's just udders. Does it go Does it go around <laughs> the, between the two legs or across the entire cow body? That's what I'm saying. Does legs. the sporin sit on top of the udders? I don't know. Does it have to have two sporins, one, one in front of each leg? Maybe it's four, one for each nipple on the udder. Sylvain Bourgeois, mm-hmm. rodeo manager of the Festival Westdown de Saint-Dite, says Marie-André Cadorette, the general manager of the village of San Severo, contacted them after other attempts failed. What am I even talking about now? I don't even know. The, the, the Too rodeo, many bad accents. The literally. rodeo manager was contacted by the general manager of the village to have them come out and wrangle some horses okay we're gonna need their district manager to get involved that's true yeah around here it is not something common bourgeois said most of the people like to keep the cows in the field with good fins and then they don't let them escape like this for that long period that makes sense to me the rodeo manager's like most people don't wait this long to call us. They deal with it sooner, so I don't know. Uh, when when are they going to send in the clowns? <laughs> They're going to have to get Judy Dench out there. <laughs> Judy Dench and clown makeup. <laughs> like cats. Because all I've ever wanted. It is assumed the cows uh, escaped when they were spooked by a summer thunderstorm and broke through the fencing on a dairy farm. No. Well, the cows have been contentedly grazing wherever they like and wreaking havoc on farmers' fields. This is this is free-range cattle. This is what the hippies have wanted for decades. And this is what we're promised when we go to Whole Foods. I'd say let them, let them stay out. Right? Tag them and track them. Sure, tag them and bag them. Teabag them and track them. Beef them and queef them. <laughs> <laughs> Not all rhymes are good. Nope. I saw, but, but that I saw the laugh. regret on your face. As soon as the cue hit your mouth, I saw regret. No, there was no regret. I was just waiting to see what you were going to do. <laughs> uh, at one point, it looked like the cowboys had triumphed 
the cows are successfully corralled into a pen. Billy Crystal was thrilled. Uh, the one guy from Home Alone was feeling okay. Uh, but one managed to escape and then uh, from them, and then from there, everything went south, and the herd was loose again. So in the United States, then, if everything went south. No, I th- well, I mean, I guess that put them in upstate New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So the cow's adventures may seem amusing to the public and to these podcasters. Uh, we're the public. Oh, yeah, we are. Um, but San Arnaud says it's quite serious for local farmers. Uh, he estimates the fugitive cows have c- caused tens of thousands of dollars of damage as they trample or eat cow or crops uh, under cover of darkness. <laughs> Cannibal cows. Cannibal cows in Quebec. <laughs> so these are nocturnal cows, then? Vampire cows. Yeah. I thought cows slept. I want to suck your milk. The, the biggest, well, how they escaped was they, they chased them down this, uh, like, water. Uh, well, they escaped because someone was watching them through a mirror and couldn't see them. No, water drainage pipe <laughs> uh, into, like, a reservoir. And he, he had them. And he jumped off the, and then Tommy Lee Jones couldn't get him. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> you could, uh, you could um, let, <clears throat> keep the cows in place by not giving them any legs. But then it's ground beef. Yeah. yeah it's and shame. these are state cows. Yeah. Well, no, they're dairy cows. Sorry. So uh, he says around seven farmers contacted him near the end of October about the situation. But the village, population 812, uh, that's 900 American, initially couldn't help because it involved private property. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yves Lamy. Lamy. Yves Lamy. Yeah. Yavzlemi. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Eve. Doesn't. <laughs> Eve? Oh, okay. Eve? Uh, vice president of the local dairy producers group said some cows were secured and returned, and they're coming up with a plan to round up the rest of the herd. It's unclear how many cows are still on the run. Mm. On the lamb. No, that would crush it. Oh, you're right. It was... so, so these are dairy cows. Yeah. So they're, they got to be milked. They have to. Or they, they clog up or something, right? I'm not. Uh, why a am I looking at you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a scientist. Maybe, maybe a baby cow has escaped with them and is doing teat duty. Oh, they could be doing teat duty. I, so, from from what I understand, maybe they're sucking each other off. From my, my limited, they've been breaking into orphanages. Cow <laughs> knowledge. You have. They have to get milked, or it's like painful for them. Mm-hmm. But Sa- if same I, girl, same. Maybe they're masochistic cows. But I think if they go a certain period of time without milking, like their milk production slows down. Yeah, yeah, that's what you it dries. Want. It's dried. Up, it dries up. That's how. That's how they make the the cheese for macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's the powder. dust. Yeah, they just <laughs> they have them queef into it. I regret that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about almond milk? Do they have titties? <laughs> uh, do almonds have tits? Nipples? Yeah, Can you milk, milk me, them? Greg? Yeah. So a recent survey found 7% of Americans believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I mean, I would say 7% of Americans are dumb as fuck, so this makes sense. Oh, I think it's more than 7. Well, yes. <laughs> I didn't say that was the limit. They asked the smart <laughs> I just said that there were, I just said that 7% of Americans are dumb as fuck. Yeah. Now, in their defense, mm-hmm. on the front of every chocolate milk... There is a cow with brown spots on it. Almost everyone, or it's a, a you know a brown bunny. But either way, they're brown. Mm-hmm. 
So fair, you know, and a lot of people don't live near cows. Yeah. They also think that Gerber uh, baby food is made of babies, though. So that's kind of. Yeah. My question is, how do they extrapolate like that logic to, I don't know, cover strawberry milk? Uh, Pink or red cows. (laughs) They're just a little sunburned. (laughs) Strawberry cows. They're a little small. So we just feed them strawberries. That's how it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and the, shake them. And they squirt it right into the bottle, right into the consumer level bottle. They just squirt it right in there, close it up, put it on the assembly line, mm-hmm. sell it in the stores. Yeah, they mix it with uh, strawberry teas. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has anybody ever had strawberry and chocolate milk combined? Yes. No. Is it good? Absolutely. I'll bet that would be Can good. you taste the flavors? I feel like chocolate yeah. would overpower it. No, honestly, no? you can get a weird layer of flavors. I've mixed, uh, I used banana chocolate milk. Mm. Okay. And with strawberry milk, and it tasted like a banana split. Okay. I have worked at a steak and shake before. Mm-hmm. And so any milkshake flavor, you can also make a milk flavor. Mm-hmm. So I have had an eggnog flavored milk. And enjoyed it much more than actual eggnog, because actual eggnog is way too thick. Just I, cut the eggnog with milk. Yeah, I grew up cutting eggnog with milk. Okay, yeah. that's good. But I, I found the, the, I solved the problem. Eggnog milk. When I worked Banana for milk. employer, I wouldn't put uh, lime juice in my Diet Coke, and people thought I was weird for it. Oh. And then Coke released Diet Coke with lime. And I felt vindicated. They were putting lime in everything for like three years back in like 05, 06, 07. Mm-hmm. It was the thing. Yeah, lime and Coke, lime and Pepsi came second, of course. Uh, they were putting lime on tortilla chips all the time. They got they mango Pepsi that. now. Do they? Yeah. They do. Mm-hmm. We should do a Pepsi taste test or something. All I have is cherry Pepsi. So mm. There is a uh, Pepsi Where's My Jet documentary on Netflix right now. It's very good. So oh, wait. Far. Is that on the thing that we did a thing on the show about? What? We did that Pepsi, the millennial. I think about the thing that you did the thing for. We did that Pepsi challenge story about like, or there was like an article or like a video where there was like the Pepsi. The Harrier Jet thing? Yeah. No yeah. one actually won it or anything. And yeah. We, we, I it's feel about like we that. Just, oh, so it's. Update. Update. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, the survey was conducted by the Innovation Center of U.S. Dairy in April. 1,000 adults, 18 and over, were asked questions about the role of, that milk plays in their daily lives. Very little for me. I don't have, I don't drink a lot of milk. Only with cereal. That was the only time I used milk. We were somewhere. I don't remember where we were. And there was like a guy with like a full glass of milk. <laughs> Like a grown adult drinking a full <laughs> glass of milk in a restaurant. It was Zingerman's Roadhouse. That's where we was were. Was it? It's the only place we've had a meal that since the pandemic started. I just, I I remember it being such a hallmark of growing up. Like, oh, kids need to drink milk. Yeah. But the idea of seeing a grown adult drinking a glass of milk with their dinner a, seems strange to me. A full, like, 16-ounce glass of milk. Especially at Zingerman's. That was probably an $8 glass of milk. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, I remember uh, I was at an old country buffet. Oh, way back. Back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody going to the chocolate milk dispenser and... Letting it run so long that the water that the milk was overflowing out of the glass and like running down their hands. So and then when it was full, they chunked half the glass and then put it back under the reservoir to like refill the rest of it. But I just remember seeing this person with 
milk running out of their glass down their hands a little bit. I'm horrified. Like they did. There was no way they didn't know this was happening. You have to feel it on your hand. You have to see it happen. I don't. Was this an adult or a child? This was an adult. Well, maybe it was like a. (laughs) I I couldn't say for sure. It's a 20 year old memory. It's just somebody going. You don't know his motivation. Somebody just really wanted as much chocolate milk as that glass could hold. That's not even the weirdest, most disgusting thing that happened at that OCB that day. Probably not. No, I'm now sure. that that is a thing we should do. That's a that's a live review. Old Country Buffet. They, they don't exist. Yeah, I was gonna say, do they still just exist? Golden Corral now? Gold. Are they gone? Yeah. I'm not. I don't keep up on them. I yeah. haven't been to one since I lived in Kalamazoo and went sort of as a dare. Was it next to a Mervin's? It was literally in front of a Mervin's. There was that Kalamazoo Mall that was right behind it. Remember? Yeah. And there was a Mervin's West in it. Main. For real. Because up here, it was the Mervyn's. It's now Whole Foods. Yeah. And then the country buffet was next yeah. to it. I, I went to it once. Uh, Becky's family was like, Oh my go. God, yes. <laughs> now it's a sub shop, isn't it? Uh, Now it's an REI. Yeah. But the sub shop is right next door. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same strip mall. Debellas. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, first of all, Debellas, not bad. Uh, they, they, it's fine. It's fine, yeah. It's you know it's better than Subway, I would say. Um, it's low standards there. Yeah. <laughs> the low bar. I mean, that's the probably the widest spread sandwich shop in the country. Yes. Yeah, probably. So, anyway, uh, we had our professional development meeting a few weeks back, and they ordered us box uh, box lunches from Debellas. Mm-hmm. They didn't put any kind of condiments nope. on the sandwich. and didn't give you any either. Dry. It's just a dry. And also, weird, like, whoever ordered, they're like, get a, give me the Dagwood and the tuna fish. And I was like, give me a fucking turkey sandwich. What the fuck is even on a Dagwood? <laughs> it's corned beef, ham, and turkey. I know this because I picked I one like up. like some prosciutto, some soppressata, and some dry-ass bread, and nothing to go with it. No, there was no lettuce, there was no tomato, which made much more sense because my boss passed me carrying a cup of tomato and lettuce, like in a plastic cup, that, she gotten, that she'd gotten from the salad section. And she's like, I got my tomato and lettuce. And I was like... That's very weird. I don't understand what's happening. And then I opened my box and I was like, God damn it. I need a cup full of tomato and lettuce. I missed it. Could you have gone to your cafeteria and gotten some mayo or something? No. So school cafeteria. Well, so I work for a corporation. Mm. Uh, We, we are, it's not like a school cafeteria. It's like, you know, TV dinners. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Everything comes in a little pre covered and they put it in like a heater and then they just put it out. you, You grab your little box of vegetables and then you grab your box of chicken nuggets or whatever it is i'm surprised it's not like in a t- rotating tower where you put in your dollar and thing pops out no what were because those called i wasn't i'm vending machines <laughs> similar to but very mm, i'm gonna say like 1930s 1940s okay like a pie tower a similar to but it was like the precursor to a vending machine yeah because it was like ready-made food not pre-packaged in the same Oh yeah, this this like, is not the school lunch that Michelle Obama wanted, though. <laughs> but it is inspired by her because they all have to take the vegetables, even though none of them eat them. <laughs> they just take them off the thing and then they throw them in the trash, still sealed. It's disgusting. It's the worst thing ever, and I mean, it's the same company that does it for prisons. Aramark. Oh, yeah. Oh, Aramark. Yeah. yeah. I have a. I, I know a fun story about how Aramark in, interacted with some prison population, but I. Not bring that up for school. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably <laughs> happening somewhere too. Whatever the case may be. So the Washington Post. 
Oh, yeah. WAPO. Linked the study of the milk, the chocolate milk, to past studies that consistently show that many Americans have no idea where their food comes from. Also, Americans drink gravy by the gallon. Also, um, Americans, we have too much water in our toilet, apparently. Also. Yeah, but I saw a picture of a Dutch toilet. Have you seen this picture? Yeah, well, they have the poo shelf. Yeah, and and sometimes you get this thing where, like, the the poo, if it's hard enough, stands straight up and then falls like a tree and then, like, (laughs) grazes your balls as it goes down. I'm sorry, what? There's a whole (laughs) video about it I saw on Instagram from TikTok. It's like this weird, it's this weird, like, shelf and and all the water's at the bottom. It's to inspect your poo. And so, yeah, and the poop, it falls onto this thing. But apparently sometimes if you have a very firm poo, it just hits and stands straight up. And then gravity, of course, falls it down and it slaps your balls on the way down. The Leaning Tower of Pooza. Great. Now I'm Googling Dutch poop shelf. All right. There you go. Uh, I don't think we said that the study found that 48% of respondents weren't sure where chocolate milk came from. uh, And 7%, as we said, thought it came from brown cows. Mm. Okay. Oh, so. Okay. That is less horrifying than I thought it was. Okay. a poop shelf makes me think of, for some reason, like uh, something jutting out of a regular toilet bowl, not realizing that it's a toilet bowl that's got a sort of a less centralized hole in the bottom. Yeah, that's, American, oh, they weren't uh, pooping separately from the toilet. Well, it sounded like it was a regular toilet with just an outcropping, like a just mm-hmm. pride rock sticking out of there to catch whatever falls. And really, it's just a toilet with a less centralized hole in the bottom yeah, okay yeah. that's i like my water they people ask you know on online don't our balls dip in the water I'm like my balls do not hang that low yeah yet i'm working on it it's a long way down yeah so uh for example yeah, you get the chair height height toilets oh yeah yeah gives you a little more a study in the 1990s found that nearly 20 percent of people did not know hamburgers are made from beef really I want to know what they thought it was made of. Was it ham? If it was ham, I'm willing to not be mad about it. That's fair. That's fair because they don't say, they just said they don't know what hamburgers are made of. Does that mean that they said, what is a hamburger made out of? A, beef, B, pork, C, chicken, D, ham, C, salad, D, I don't know. Like, were they picking D, I don't know? Yeah. Or were they just like, well, I don't know, ham? They're like, oh, well, you don't fucking know, you dumb dumb. <laughs> But it's ham. It makes sense. It's called a hamburger. Mm-hmm. I know where my food comes from. Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> and cows, I think, right? Do you remember the commercial from the, the 80s of the Kroger coupon ladies? And they had their arms out like this. They they looked like scissors. And their legs were out and they like would do this little dancey thing across the screen. No, I don't Ever, v- Vaguely. Vaguely, I remember dancing scissors. Yeah. And they do the little like, cut walk thing. Very weird. I'll try to look it up. Do you remember the Farmer Jack jingle? No. No. Because I, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew there was he, one. Wow, I knew there was one. You sold that so well. I was, honestly, I was hoping you guys knew. Because <laughs> it played like, I remember it played while you were in the store in the Farmer Jack. Did it? Yeah. Kind of like kind of like Menards does now. So, <laughs> they play the Menards song at Menards? Yeah. yeah. I don't like going to Menards. They, no, they like do. Stores. Do not it's advertise your store to me while I'm in your store. Yeah. I find it um, pushy. I find it offensive. <laughs> also, like, don't put a turnstile to get into your store. It's not that exclusive. It's a oh fucking store. This is not a ride at Cedar Point. You no. Know, 
there's got to be a better way to count the number of people that have come in. I your don't store. even think it's counting. It doesn't do like the clicky clicky thing that uh, Cedar Point does. Also, they sell laundry detergent and like snacks and stuff. Who's going to Menards to get laundry detergent and snacks? Well, people who want to save big there. money. <laughs> it it is a weird. Oh, you sell everything, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can buy some detergent, buy some snacks. If if I remember get correctly, it was either Lowe's or a door or. Uh, this store called HQ Home Quarters that had HQ. an electronics section in it. HQ was the competitor for Home Depot. It was the green version. Oh. Only one of them was going to last. Yeah, it was over. Uh, it was over where the Big Lots is in in Ipsy Arbor on Washington. Yeah, I think it became the. I think the one on Carpenter became a Home Depot. Not that I don't know. There was an HQ on Carpenter Road that yeah. became a Home Depot. There was also so we. I lived in Virginia and we had another home goods store called Heckinger. Hmm. Yeah. I remember Builder Square. Oh, Builder Square. Builder Square. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking was over there. Yeah. Builder Square and um And Baker ba- Square. Baker Square, yeah. yeah. Lots of squares. Baker Square. Oh, Baker Square. Yeah. It's, it's now Dos Fuentes. Oh yeah. Baker Square, because it was, yes, the Baker Square that was also what else? It was it was a Coney Island for a bit. We had three Coney Islands within like a mile. Yeah. There was Leo's and then there was Stony the, Creek. Stony Creek and then Kirby's. The, Kirby, Kirby's, that's Kirby's, which then became a, which was also a Baker Square. And I think they tried a Ram's Horn too. Yeah, I think you're right. It was this tiny little office space, for those of you that are not local, a tiny little space that would work for a, like a bakery. Like, come in, pick up your stuff, and get yeah, out. It's not big. It's not big. Uh, it's the Mexican place now, though. Do they have enough business to sustain? I mean, so it's it's the place that was. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just moved. They actually own. Actually, they still own both. I guess they're using the other place for like dancing and events, mm. and then the restaurant is open at the other. Yeah, because the little one, it just the it's little very location, small. small enough that you couldn't fill it with customers and still be comfortable. Yeah. So, Viger. Viger. Oh, you were hiccuping. I me. was hiccuping when you yeah. Vigered. So, um, what is uh, Viger? Have you ever seen Star Trek the motion picture? No. Oh. Okay. Well, then it's lost on you then. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, speaking of whatever you were just talking about, the attorney for deposed Bratwurst Festival queen, Abigail Brockwell, very easy name to pronounce, by the way. Brockwell, the Bratwurst, Bratwurst Festival queen. Yeah. Is renewing efforts to obtain public records requested on September 22nd from the Bratwurst Festival board and the city of Busiris. Buckyrus. Buckyrus? Bucurious. Oh. <laughs> Attorney Roberta Wade, who is representing Abigail and her parents, Angie and Grant Brockwell, said more than a month after requesting public records, no documents have been provided. Oh, that's a shame. Too busy stuffing their faces with bratwurst, I think. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So Brockwell, 21 years old, was crowned in 2021. Uh, and was expected to reign over this year's festivities. But she was removed from her throne 10 days before the 2022 festival kicked off on August 18th. The, whatever small bit of power you give to someone, they just cling to it. And this does not matter. No one's ever heard of Busiris or Buckyris or Bicurious. Although, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever heard of that. I'll never hear this town name again. 
but they have the power in this this uh what is it the bratwurst festival board and they're gonna wield it as much as they can ridiculous no they really relish that she's gone must already do that just covering my buns all right come on jeff try to catch up here we go So far, the Broadwest Festival Board has refused to provide any of the documents that we requested, Wade said, adding that she believes the Festival Board is a public entity. Is it a public entity? That's an easy thing to figure out. What you believe doesn't really fucking matter. Right. Like, I would like to be on this board. You want to be on the the, fest, the Broadwest Festival Board? Yeah. Where, where I the the news organization this came from didn't make it clear what state. This is happening then. Oh, this might not even be a real story. I saw a story. I'm guessing no, Ohio. It was, it, so I felt Ohio also. And the the company is affiliated with USA Today. So it didn't look like it was just a fake story. Bruce Iris is in Ohio. Okay. All right. So I saw a story that didn't end up on the podcast because I, I we go through a very minimal fact checking. So the story was... A Hooters waitress, if you were rude to her, she would dip the chicken wings in her vagina before she served them to you. That would be painful. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a hard time seeing that as sort of the revenge plot to end all revenge plots. Yeah. That could go sideways real fast. Rubbing it through her butt crack. I could. All right. That could happen, I guess. But also seems very unlikely. Who wants a greasy ass? I don't. Yeah. I. It does explain the burning feeling you get after spending a lot of time with her. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a real story. I couldn't find any actual sources for it. So. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, taking such an outrageous action to remove Abigail Brockwell as Bratwurst Queen just days before the Bratwurst Festival, when she had done absolutely nothing wrong, indicates an alarming level of dysfunction in the Bratwurst Festival organization, Wade said. It's a fucking sausage fest. Like, dysfunction in the sausage fest? Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. This is, by by the way, a two-hour and four-minute drive from where we are. Oh. So I'd rather go to the turkey restaurant than the sausage fest, but, you know, maybe we could do both. I mean, they're at different times, so. Yeah. So Brockwell attended a luncheon hosted by another festival. Oh. In violation. Which festival? Right. It doesn't say. Just as another festival. Is it the Kielbasa Festival? When she attended, did she preside? Are we... Is she being punished for lunching? Is this like how how people that work for Coke can't drink Pepsi products? It seems like it perhaps If was. you're the Bratwurst Festival queen, you can't go to other meat festivals. She, was at she the... showed up at the Pepperidge Farm location, and she's getting flamed for it. <laughs> she was eating at a Bob Evans. She snapped into a single Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, no. That summer so... Sasha's is your ass. So, uh, attending um, a luncheon hosted by another festival, is in violation of the Bratwurst Festival Board's instructions, according to a board president, Adam Heinlein, explaining why she was stripped of her title. Oh. Well, at a royal traveling meeting, August 3rd, the queen and her court... There's a court? (laughs) There's There's a sausage fest court? 
were told that they were to stop attending other festivals around the state as representatives of the Bratwurst Festival. Look, she has one job, and it's outreach. Um, I found Adam Heinlein on LinkedIn. Oh, really? His actual job is a strategic account manager for SailPoint. SailPoint sure is a software guy? company. Are you sure it's the same guy? Oh, it, he's in Dublin, Ohio. It's got to be. It's got to be the same guy. No no photo, though. I was going to say, is there a pic? I... No. Well, I mean, it seems like this is more of a, you know, a board member in in a charity kind of situation. This is not his job, right? I don't, it could no. be. Sometimes these little festivals, it is a full-time thing. You, the, It finishes, you have a day off, and then you spend the whole next year preparing for the next one, which I got to say, seems kind of like a fun job. I mean, it's a sausage fest. Just say Elon Musk is coming. <laughs> You're giving away free crypto. So, at a royalty travel meeting, August 3rd, you said this already? Shit. Wade claims Brockwell was personally invited and attended the luncheon on her, not as a festival rep. On her own. Oh, on her own. Not as a festival rep. So, she wasn't wearing the sash and the the bratwurst uh, tiara. Hmm. She was just on on her own accord. She was just wearing her own meat. She was there sausageless. She's just wearing her own meat curtains. <laughs> At a royalty travel meeting on August 3rd. <laughs> I will punch you. Uh, Brockwell seems to have moved on from the controversy, and she was recently named the 2023 Crawford County, Ohio Miss Agriculture USA. A much more prestigious title than Bratwurst Queen. Does, does that girl, rank the, the, Bra- the Bratwurst Queen? Definitely. But this girl just needs to go to college. Go I, to college. Stop being a sausage girl. And go get out of Ohio. I don't know how far the meat monarchy empire spreads. I mean, if, if they're a bunch of meat colonizers, you know, colonizers. I mean, she's Miss Agriculture of Crawford County. That's a whole county. That's more than a festival. Agriculture think... includes livestock, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, honestly. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't be princess of this village. You got to be queen of the whole county. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's moving up. Honestly, make her fucking governor. Governor I mean, of Ohio <laughs> is a step down from Bratwurst Festival Queen, based on who's there now. Yeah. Kilbasa Princess. <laughs> is it Mike DeWine? Is that his name? Uh, I think so, yeah. I'll bet he's been called a Sausage Princess once or twice in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Only in an airport bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did we learn today, Eric? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> Uh, we learned that at a royal travel meeting on August 3rd. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. We learned that a moose fell into the gap of your basement. Oh. We learned that 50 cents is a little larger than it used to be. Uh, we learned that uh, the drones couldn't catch the cows. Um, and they've just been running them off. We learned that chocolate milk comes from chocolate cows. Uh, no, I think we did not learn that. Okay. That's, that's not You're right. We were the second person. Okay. Uh, and we learned that the Sausage Queen was dethroned. Uninvited from the Sausage Party. She was. She was. I think she has a natural casing. <laughs> and this sausage has been an hour and seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm chasing that neon rainbow. Take it away, Eric. <laughs> I've lived in that honky-tonk dream. Live in that hot
honky-tonk train. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. I'm offended that you used that word. You used the H word. <laughs> Tonk. I've been on Twitter. What? Which H word are we talking about? Honky-tonk is as accurate as Cracker Barrel in that just it's all white people. <laughs> so. <laughs> so like, some lady working in it was like a sandwich shop with soup and sandwiches and they said do you serve crackers here she said we serve everyone here (laughs) (laughs) so here are some other strange festivals in the united states other than the the sausage fest of ohio yes the frozen dead guy days in colorado what the fuck is that uh it's where wait is that at the end of the the winter where they find all the people who died while skiing like the snow melts and they're like oh we found him yeah Oh yeah, I they have coffin races. Oh, and um, oh that are they okay in Colorado? They are not. No, <laughs> most of them are not. No, uh, there's also the Elk Fest in Wyoming. Okay, Elk, um, the Tulip Fairy and Elf Festival in Colorado as well. Oh, okay, this seems a little more down to earth than the Dead yeah. Guy Festival, although they're probably in neighboring towns. Well, it's because they're so high. Yeah, don't. Get and then they get high. Up. So yeah. The Baltimore Mac and Cheese Festival. I'm here for okay, that. That would be yeah, yeah, that's okay. fine with me. All right. It might be the best thing to come out of Baltimore, ever. Yeah. I'm sure they have like a good like a lobster mac and cheese. Mm, oh my. Oh, then there's lobster. the Duck Tape Festival in Ohio. Duck with the CK, Woo-hoo. with the, the hard K. <laughs> um, there are people wearing uh, clothes made out of duct tape. We've got the Waikiki Spam Jam in no. Hawaii. Spam, very popular in Hawaii. Hard yeah. pass. Yeah, no, I'm not down for that. There's but... a there's a place called Bow Boys um, mm-hmm. on uh, Packard, and they have well, Bow, obviously. It's like a food truck that's just yeah. always in the same place. They have a Spam Bow, mm-hmm. and they put like a, it's, it's fried Spam, and they put like a little seaweed paper on it, and then like some uh, pickled onions and stuff. It's surprisingly good. I, I just tried it because it was like, eh, it's three bucks. I don't know. Surprisingly good. Okay, okay. I think lots of you know. There's the Atkins Pickle Fest in Arkansas. Uh, Where you can pickle your pickle? And there's there's no carbs. (laughs) It's a bunch of kids eating whole pickles out of a styrofoam Sonic cup. I don't know what Sonic is I bet the vomit at that place smells next level. (laughs) (laughs) The the porta potties, they just just melt. uh, It corrodes out the bottom. They don't even have to empty them. Yeah. Then there's the World Grits Festival in South Carolina. Oh, I've never had grits. Which has a picture of a child being pulled out of a tub of grits, possibly being thrown back in. It could be a baptism. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I was going to say, that's a, that's a South Carolina baptism. <laughs> that's the Church of Grit. Uh, so this looks to me, and not the child, but it looks like mud wrestling, but with grits. Like you, they have it in like an inflatable pool. It's like a very, very a hillbilly wrestling. double dare. Yeah. 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 If... I say this cautiously. If you like slime, I bet this could be okay. Rule 34. I bet that guy who was getting the milk, he'd love this. <laughs> uh, then we've got the Georgia Peach Festival. That's not weird. I'm, no, I'm down for that. Website. That's not weird at all. That uh, sounds very nice. The Barrow Whaling Festival in Alaska. The what? What does that do? What, Whale, what does that mean? They... Um, they whaling is it's not a whale festival it's the killing of whales festival i thought whaling was just watching whales go that's whale watching no it's like like birding yeah you do it at the old country buffet <laughs> or the cracker barrel now is and then like lastly, turtling 
You do that after the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> uh, there's no getting it back in. Once, <laughs> once, it's, once out, it's, it's out. Yeah, once it's popped its head out, the whole body just comes right after it. <laughs> Slides right down. On and a bed of grits. Onto the, the poop shelf. There's the Fire Ant Festival in Georgia. Oh. Is that for your redheaded ant? Mm-hmm. <sighs> fire ants. They're, they're just... If you've experienced fire ants, there's nothing you're never going to see that name and be like, "Oh, that sounds like fun." Yeah, let's go to that festival. I don't know that that ant on the sign. Is there like a stubbed in toe festival by any chance? That sounds great too. 